Bushmidge here with your daily takeaway podcast. Uh, what we're going to do now is foreshadow what you're about to hear. So, uh, because of something that happens in the podcast, I feel like I might not sleep this evening. <laughs> I feel alive. I feel absolutely alive. I feel full of beans. Do you know what I mean? I, like, I, want, I feel like you want you to throw a ball for me, and I want to go and chase it. I I know exactly. I, I know exactly the feeling that you're describing, and and I hope it to be so. I'm also worried that. Something that happens in the podcast you're out to hear means could have some absolutely mad dreams tonight. Crazy dreams, but I don't care. I feel king of the world. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We want to salute you this evening if you love a bit of video gaming, bit of PlayStation, bit of Xbox, uh, Nintendo Switch, whatever it is, PC. Uh, great escapism during these grim and stressful times. Uh, and from a personal note, I mean, I've played video games since my dad brought home a BBC Electron back in the day, and we played the Twin Kingdom Valley adventure game, which was like graphics that looked like CFAX. It's amazing to watch how video games have gone on since then, but one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life is a video game called The Last of Us. And that has been made into an amazing uh, series by HBO, and it kind of came out last night. We both watched it. The Hometime WhatsApp group was alive with chat about The Last of Us. It's oh, so, so good. It was so good. Do you know what? Like, post-apocalyptic stuff, zombies, is not really normally my kind of thing. Not but, your bag. But something I saw in the trailer, I was like, oh, I fancy that. Watched it last night. It was absolutely brilliant. Do you know what, Being an Everton fan, I've kind of come around to the idea of the apocalypse <laughs> and realised it might not be so bad. <laughs> uh, but it's great. It's just great seeing your favourite video game being made into a TV series. So the first episode's out. It's one a week. The first one's like... Is it always going to be like an hour, do you reckon? I reckon it's going to be shorter. I reckon it's one of those ones where the first one... It's like a feature thing. It's like a longer length thing. and then Because it was about an hour and a half on telly last night. It's, it? it's great. So go and watch it. It is fantastic. But it's got us thinking, like, think back to your, your days of playing video games. Imagine... A, a video game from the past being made into a current top budget HBO uh, bit of TV. What's it going to be? Well, I, I reckon there's there's untapped stuff. I know I know we've seen it in like long film, but there's untapped TV series in Super Mario. I oh, could yeah. I could see Tom Selleck starring <laughs> as starring as Mario uh, in a, in a shorter form version of it. So he's got it's Mario and Luigi. It's Luigi as well. So yeah. they could cast someone else as Luigi. Of course they can. But it's got to be a famous mustache. Showed uh, actor, I would suggest for, for Mario. I'm trying himself. to think of one. All I can think is, um, actually, I can't think of any other famous mustachio. What was the guy called? Um, That's who... why Selick's got it wrapped up. We'll start with Selick and we'll go from there. <laughs> what was the name of the, the American talk show host who had the big mustache? And he had like, an, like a Mexican name. And I can't oh. remember his name. We'll come back to you we'll on that. We'll come back one. to him. Uh, I was mentioned it earlier on, but um, we were obsessed with Twin Kingdom Valley, the adventure game, mm -hmm. uh, back when we were kids. I'd love to see that made into just like a. It's a bit like Twin Peaks, but you just hang out by the yes. Babylon Brook. If you remember the Babylon Brook from back in the day. So have a think about it. Video games that you've played back in the past, imagine one of them being made into a TV series. Geraldo, that's the name of the guy. <laughs> Uh, what game from your past would you like to see made into a TV series? Neil putting forward Horace Goes Skiing. Oh, wow. <laughs> what Pull a it. game! Inexplicable character, Horace. <laughs> yeah. Again, from the BBC Electron days. Also, Cuba. Do you remember Cuba with that, that little weird thing with a long nose and a, and, a, and a spring for legs? Jumping up and down like a pyramid. Because oh, back, back in the day in the 80s, you never had to explain why. 
with no. a video game. It's just, there it is. I think if Horace Goes Skiing is going to be true to itself, it needs to be a TV show with a really, 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 really long uh, piece of theme music because you had to wait for ages to, for that game to load. Yeah, going to have so tea. Then, then play. That'd be great. Uh, my friend Louise has tweeted us to say uh, she'd like to see the one with the prince made into a TV show. She knows it's Prince of Persia. <laughs> if, if there was, a, if ever there was a game, an iconic game that you would have played on your home computer, like your at your family's computer, it's Prince of Persia. <laughs> that would make a good TV show, I think. Uh, Jai suggesting Spyro the Dragon, which I could see going straight onto Nickelodeon or CBeebies. That would be a kids series, Bri- straight off. Brilliant bit of CGI going on there. Uh, <laughs> Stefan, the husband of uh, lovely Emma Jones from the Dayberry Breakfast Show, has suggested Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. CGI exclamation mark over a guard's head when they notice something. Uh, Brian says Gauntlet. Do you remember playing Gauntlet in the arcades? Gauntlet. It was like an elf, a wizard, and uh, and like a, a barbarian. You, you could play with up to three mates and just basically, basically button mashing. It's new, uh, new Game of Thrones. It, yeah, it's, that's, that's exactly what it is. Uh, so th- these are good. I think we're onto something here. We've got Matt on the line. Matt, uh, what uh, video game would you like to see made into a TV series? I'd, I'd go for Paperboy. Yeah, that was a great. That's what an iconic yeah. video game that was. Do you remember there was there was a uh, a TV quiz where the 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 people on the panel of the quiz had to play Paperboy. Was it a Krypton Factor one? I'm not too sure. I just remember them people playing it on an actual yeah. quiz. Don't remember that. Well, there you go. It, it, it proves that there is there's a there's a hotbed of tradition for Paperboy, and people be up for it. You got an idea how it would already work then, Matt? Uh, I I just think that you could have some sort of hard ass uh, actor on it, and he could just throw the the newspapers as hard as he wanted to if he liked the neighbours. Rudger Hauer's Paperboy. <laughs> what about that? I'd go for that. It's one of those ones may, maybe where at the beginning of the show you see the same sequence, always the same, but each different episode is focusing on a different house from that same sequence. Yes. You're, you're discovering the road via the story of the Paperboy. Like Jimmy McGovern's The Street or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Blend, blend it with Groundhog Day so he gets another go at the nasty neighbour he didn't get the day before. Yes, this, this is coming together. I'm, I think the producers will be in touch with you immediately after you put the phone down, my friend. <laughs> and you're still casting Rutger Hauer as the paperboy? Rutger Hauer's paperboy. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you boys to do the casting. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Daily Important clarifications that have just come in during that last song. Number one from Lloyd. Paperboy was played by the contestants on a show called First Class, oh. presented by Debbie Greenwood on weekday evenings before Neighbours took the slot. Right. And then the second crucial clarification is, I'm sad to say that Rutger Hauer's Paperboy has been cancelled, shelved, because Rutger sadly passed away in 2019. That is a technicality. That is a technicality. So I'm afraid the show... Has been binned. There are there are shows in history that should have happened and never did. This and is, that it. is one of those. It was made for Rudger, and if he can't do it, no one can. Simon says he'd like to see a TV series of Mass Effect, which is a sci-fi thing. I imagine like loads of aliens getting off with each other, which is what happens in the video game. Uh, text here. I hear they were doing a Tetris series, but they're having trouble with the script. Every time they finish a line, it finishes. Oh, just just turn. Don't ruin our show with that kind of stuff. Thanks very much. Uh, Dave from Thornton Heath says, uh, "What about F15?" Strike Eagle, the series. I loved blowing up the bad guys. <laughs> it could happen. It could work. Scott, uh, your idea is, please? Yeah, it was on a game I played on the Spectrum when I was a kid called Manic Miner. Wow. Man- Manic Miner. It's so weird. I was talking to someone about Manic Miner recently, and, and there's like quite a big plot in the background of it. It's like, a, what's the backstory to Manic Miner? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the actual uh, the story of, uh, of Manic Miner could build around set in Sheffield in the 80s. Uh, disgruntled miner's been fired, and he goes a little bit crazy, a bit taxi driver. Okay, fantastic. That sounds like it's going to be good, wholesome family fun. 
<laughs> yes, veered away from what the game was like somewhat. <laughs> yes, indeed. People have been getting themselves off to sleep using the relaxing sounds of rain, wind, the rainforest, gentle breeze for years. Which is fine, but you know what? That stuff's all been done before. That's why this year the Hometime Show encourages you to go to sleep to the sounds of 2023. A brand new sleep app that lets you get yourself off to sleep to the sounds of modern life. Featuring everyday sounds we all know and love, like late night on the way home from a nightclub argument sounds. Leave him, Nathan! Leave him, Nathan! Nathan! Next door's car alarm going off yet again sounds. Every single night, I tell you! Fox's sh sounds. What are they doing to each other? <laughs> Police helicopter out looking for some scallies on scooters sounds. And there's the, oh my God, is that the radiators? Have we accidentally left the heating on again? Quick, turn it off. Sounds. Money. Drift off to sleep the modern way with the Home Time Sleep app. Available wherever you get your apps for $29.99. So, the builder, the builder who's doing some work on our house, calls me Chris. And I've gone beyond the point now I've been able to correct him because I've, I've not corrected it. And it's too late, so I'm just gonna have to deal with it. Suck it up, I think. Have you gone? You've gone way too far. This this sort of like teetering with building work. It's it's been been on the cusp for a while. So this, this guy's been in your life for a long while. You you cannot go back and tell him <laughs> all this time you've been calling me the wrong name. Now, well, we've been sat around the table a couple, and he's called me Chris, and then. My other half, Katie's looked at me like, did he say Chris? And, I, and I've not picked up on it. And now it's gone beyond the point where I feel like I've gone too far to be able to say anything. Uh, and also you got with that, that I'm, I'm intimidated by people in the trade. I'm intimidated by Because I'm, I'm not a proper person. I'm not a fully rounded person. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm like a King Charles Spaniel, basically. Not an actual adult. So I'm always hugely intimidated by pe people who are like builders or mechanics or whatever. So I feel like I'm just going to just be, I'm just gonna have to be Chris for him. If he does a really good job and asks for a testimonial for his website, you'd have to, you'd have to do it as Chris. <laughs> Cracking job. Loved every bit of it. All the best, Chris. So have you ever had a situation where someone's consistently oh, called you the wrong name? Had old neighbours, this is way, 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 way back, who, uh, we were Richie and Vicky, but they thought we were Rick, uh, Rick and Nick. Rick and Nick. So you, you always sort of like walked down the, over the fence, this old boy would go, you right, Rick? That was Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good, we're good, we're good. The Rick and Nick. <laughs> but then they sent a Christmas card and it was like, you know, Rick and Nick, happy Christmas. So oh. we had to like sign it back. You can't sign it back in like... So you signed it back as Rick and Nick? It was why we'd been there for months, months and months and months, and it would just would have destroyed them if you would actually signed the real name. So you got to go along with it. What are you going to achieve by correcting them? It's a good point. They would be mortified, wouldn't they? they? Would what, be, they yeah. All this time we've, you've, you've humiliated us. We've been calling you the wrong name. You've not said anything about it. Equally, I reckon they would have opened the card and gone, "They've signed the wrong names. What are these people over there? They're called Rick and Nick." You're listening to Home Time uh, with Chris and Rick. <laughs> if you've ever been consistently called the wrong name by someone, we want to hear about it tonight. Eight twelve fifteen to text. Wayne says, a woman in my local pub calls me Sean. I've said my name is Wayne every time, but she still calls me Sean. <laughs> now, this is really cool. Zed. Oh, that's a cool name. What a great name. Sound like a futuristic outlaw. Z-E-D, Zed. That's his name. I'd love so, to be called Zed. Says, farmer that we buy hay from calls me Zach. I've been getting hay off him for five years now. I can kind of, I yeah. can kind of get why the farmer is thinking you're called Zach, because... 
Zed's such a cool but rare name, you'd think you'd missed... Oh, I've got that wrong. I mean, he's called Zach because there's a Z in the name. Zach's quite cool as well. I mean, it's no it Chris. <laughs> it's no Chris, but it's pretty good. Neil says, fellow of football used to call me Steve. After about four months, real Steve asked if I was going to correct him, but uh, same as you, no way. Uh, bizarrely, though, he says it worked out because real Steve suffered ligament injuries and had to pack it in. <laughs> Thanks, there's a lovely end to that story there, Neil. Uh, Joe says, my husband often mistakenly called Barry Thomas. His name is Thomas Berry. <laughs> I love that, Barry Thomas. Sounds like a local singer-songwriter. Uh, this text says, uh, the woman who conducted our wedding called me Ron instead of Ross during the service. I'm now universally known as Ron amongst my friends. Uh, are they even married? This is it. Uh, Adrian, who's the mix-up? Uh, what do you get called? Oh, Frank. Frank. That's me, uh, identical twin brother's name, yeah. Are you going down some stairs while you're talking to us, Adrian? I, yeah, I'm just at work, yeah. <laughs> I like they're quite loud. Can you go up the stairs one more time? We can just hear you go down them again, because that's a loud set of stairs. Right, it is. I've got boats on you, so, yeah. Go on, have another go. <laughs> go on. Oh, dear. It was me doing everything. Go I'm on. He's <laughs> got good volume on has, hasn't he? He has. It's like a, a, like a late-night... Vibrato. Brilliant, I'm getting a little tour, we're getting a little tour of his uh, workplace here. So, uh, tell us the backstory. Do you get called the wrong name or, or this mistaken identity? Oh, well, we're, we're very similar, you know, we're, we've been identical, you know. Um, but, yeah, quite often I'll go into the pub and you get chatting to, you know, I mean, people I've talked to anyone, as will he. Um, but, so, yeah. is this your identical brother we're talking about here? Yeah, 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 no, me. I'll, I mean, obviously, me and my brother, you know, we'll both talk to anyone. Right. Um, but, and then quite often. Um, we get mixed up all the time, but, um, you know, basically I'll just answer to Frank. So when you get mixed up for your identical <laughs> twin brother, do you automatically correct, or do you sometimes just go along with it just for oh, fun? I'd always go along with it, always. Think about the power, though, right, because they think that he's Frank. So you yes. can say anything. You can start talking about Clarkson, you can, you know, all this kind of stuff, do you <laughs> know what I mean? Oh, it's cute, yeah. Like, you know, if you obviously play darts and he plays in the league and I don't, you know, so... He could have a bad game, a good game, and, you know, somebody's nattering away to him, you know, to me, thinking it's him. Yeah. Um, parties, you know, I was, you know, he'd be talking about the football, what have you. He's a Newcastle fan, I'm a Middlesbrough fan. You know, um, it's great fun, yeah, it's excellent. It'd be great to have an identical Amazing. twin. Like, I'm thinking in food scenarios, when you've gone up for, like, gone up for something already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you think, oh, that's really nice. You go up for, like, a second course. I'm sorry, you've had something already. No, 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 it's my twin brother. The twin brother, twin brother <laughs> yeah, doing no, it. Yeah, I've not, not had my serving yet. Robert Bank and I wasn't, mate, it was him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It gets you out of doing bank robberies and everything. The, yeah, the sky's yeah. the limit for identical twins these days. Oh, it is, yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, pass on our best to Frank. I will, I will. And uh, good luck going back down them stairs. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Blake in Wigan says, I used to work with a little old lady. She called me Scott after her regular taxi driver, a friend of a friend, calls me Blaine. I don't have the heart to correct her. The neighbour across the road always writes Grant on a Christmas card for me. Lived on the street for about five years now, and if I book a taxi, uh, when they ask for my name, I have to say it's actually Greg. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm really sorry. I don't understand any of that text. I'll start again. I, <laughs> no, I do apologise. No, you don't need to. I don't understand it either. I don't think they do. I can understand how the mix-ups happened. That is the most confusing text I've read out in a year. <laughs> uh, my name is Zach. I'm sick of being called Jack, even after correcting people. I'm actually <coughs> contemplating changing my name for my sanity. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm losing it here. <laughs> Who's this waiting? What's your name? My name's Tracy, but my father-in-law and his wife always call me Stacey. <laughs> and giving me greetings cards with Stacey and gave me those pens with my name on, Stacey. 
Um, and I've known them 22 years. This is your, your own parents-in-law getting your name wrong. How does that make you feel, Tracy? I, I think now I've just given up and I just answer to it. Like, you know, when you call a dog by the wrong name, you just answer to it. And that's Act, all I've done. Actual gifts with the wrong name imprinted on them. That's amazing. I know, it's awful. <laughs> so did you at first correct them and then... I mean, there's obviously... What about your other half? They stepping in on your behalf saying, no, you're getting the name wrong here. I think he's given up as well. He's given up as well. This, this is the theme tonight. People have just given up. Yep. <laughs> Cheers, Stace. Uh, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Daily Takeaway. Home time on a Tuesday night. It's so bizarre, my stomach has just started rumbling already. I think my stomach knows that it's Toasty Tuesday. <laughs> it says to me that your stomach your stomach is excited for what I'm going to serve up for you uh, within the next ten minutes, uh, even if your head is saying no. Well, normally we will, we will take on the advice of you, the fantastic mm. listening public here on Home Time, but tonight it's a series of specials because tonight Richie's going to put forward a Toasty that he has a special place in his heart. Yeah. Next week I'm going to be bringing you my very own Toasty. So if you're, if you're one of the... Uh, production team on Sunday brunch. Get your pen and paper ready for the next idea. <laughs> Richie, please recap the toasty you're going to be doing for this evening. Uh, well, I've got to be honest, I've never made it, but it is... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK. It, it is a taste combination that I have tried at wedding receptions before and I've absolutely loved, and that is cheese and chocolate together. Now, you said earlier on that you were you had cheese at a chocolate fountain. Yeah. W- were you freestyling there and got some cheese from a different part of the buffet no. and stuck it... Or was it supposed to go no, in the chocolate? No, it was there. Oh, the chocolate fountain, the Options were um, strawberries cut up, rather conventional. Yeah. Uh, marshmallows, rather conventional, and then there was cheese. Now I love cheese, and I said to the bag, I said, Are "You kidding me?" He went, "No, no, no, try it. If you've never tried it, do it." Oh. And that's all I was doing for the rest of the night, dipping me cheese in the chocolate. It was so good. I, I like the sound of it. Uh, so that's why I think it's going to work as a combo. Also, have to be honest and say, our producer said to us a couple of days ago. Um, we're short budget-wise, and I've got cheese still in the fridge from last week. And that's when I was like, this is the chance. See, what are you going to put What are you going to put in it? Nutella or what? No, 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 no. A, a dairy milk bar of chocolate and some cheddar cheese. A dairy milk? Yeah. Now, this is so weird, because earlier on, I went and got some coffees, and I sat there, and we were drinking a coffee next to each other whilst we were coming up with the ideas for tonight's show. Yeah. And you had a block of dairy milk in front of you, and that's I thought, right. he's not offering me any of this. No. <laughs> no. I didn't realise it's for this. Yeah, that's what it's for. Fair enough. Now I understand. <laughs> I was like, it's not going to crack that open. I've just got the coffees in. <laughs> I think you've got excited haven't you i am a little bit excited right about it. let's, yeah, let's yeah. start cooking it's, it's going on right now we'll taste soon this is bush and rich's daily takeaway bush and richie here with home time the soundtrack to your tuesday night and it's a great tuesday night because it's toasty tuesday yeah very excited for the uh, the cheese and chocolate toasty that's grilling as we speak we'll be trying it in but minutes other what's com- the name sorry but the name of this was again the, <laughs> the cathedral cocoa i've changed it slightly the cathedral cocoa now yeah yeah okay because yeah, a nod to chocolate but i think it sounds like it's got more finesse the cc <laughs> the cc yeah uh, steven's come up with another combo maybe for a future week cheese with a sprinkling of coffee granules and honey it can be served as no. a buffet side that, that is madness. <laughs> uh, you know, it, we're after stuff that kind of shouldn't work, but it does. But that's just madness. That's just eating stuff that you can find in the house. Uh, another Steve says, I had a burger last night, uh, fellas, with pickles, bacon and peanut butter on it. It was the absolute bee's knee. So not necessarily a toasty, but again, a, a combo that shouldn't work, but does. Mince meat with um, mince meat inside a toasty, and then suddenly that could be a toasty. Well, we, we, we pioneered it before. This, this would be, wouldn't be a bad thing to go back there again. <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. 
Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Been very much kept at arm's length this evening because Richie's been furiously working away <laughs> on his own toasty concoction, <laughs> which I've not seen. It, I've not seen you put it together. No. Nope. Assemble. I've just heard the clack of cutlery. That's it. <laughs> on my head be it uh, for the Cathedral Cocoa. Uh, the CC. <laughs> the CC. It is a cheese and chocolate toasty. Is it savoury? Is it sweet? Who knows? So what what time of the day would I have this normally? If you were having this, would this be something you'd have for breakfast or would it be like a dessert? I don't, uh, well, do you know what? The, I reckon the Continental would have it for breakfast. Well, yeah, I remember doing French lessons. They have like massive bowls of hot chocolate, don't yeah, they? Yeah, the I could absolutely... If they'd invented this, because they didn't, because I did, uh-huh. but if they had, I reckon they'd have this for breakfast. Let me pass yours over. It is. It has been cooked. It has been cooked. Oh. What are you making of that? It's got a... It's got a um, uh, well, the little chocolate brioche kind of look about it, hasn't it? It's got a brioche look, yes. Um, Smells good. It's not sealed great. There are, there are chunks of chocolate that are weeping out of the sides, but if anything's going to weep, let it be chocolate. Um, I heard you say to producer Adem as you are walking down the hallway, I think double cheese was a mistake. Can you clarify <laughs> that comment? I put cheese either side of the chocolate. Right, OK. It might not be necessary. Here we go. OK, there's a lot of chocolate in here. Mm. Mm. Nothing wrong with that, is there? Do you know what? It works. It does work. The saltiness of the cheese mm. really works with the chocolate. That's fantastic. That's as good as I thought it was going to be. I knew it was going to be good, but it's better than I thought it was going to be. Honestly, it's really good. I agree with you. I think it's better than I thought it was going to be as well. I'll tell you what, the French will be so annoyed they never came up with that. The whatever the French word for fuming is, they'll be that. <laughs> This is the Daily Takeaway. So obviously, um, we're at the end of the episode now. You were you were talking about the fact that you you thought you could be a dog running in the field yeah. in a dream and all that kind of stuff because of that toasty that we ate earlier on. I'm high on chocolate and cheese. If you were a dog, what dog are you? I think I'm a really, really, really lovable but completely stupid, easily tricked by that pretend to throw a stick, but just put the stick behind your back, Um, just like Golden Retriever. I do believe that um, red setters are the ones with uh, the the largest dog frame compared to the actual size of their brain. I like that. It's like the thickest dog. What do you think? (laughs) Thickest dog. That's basically what I was trying to say, but I didn't want to be rude. So red setters are the thickest dogs? Yeah. What's the most intelligent dog, do you think? Cleverest dog? I mean, this sounds like a Channel 5 programme. Britain's that, cleverest that dog. I don't know. If you, yeah, I, I can't believe I'm about to say this. If you know what the cleverest dog is, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. And if you've got a red setter, good on you. 